0: Good morning and welcome to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson, your host, your personal financial advisor, live this Saturday morning. Wait for it. Wait for it. John, do you have good hearing? Just nod, yes or no. Yeah, that's pretty good hearing. Yeah. Momentarily, you're going to hear the subtle sounds of people clicking off their radios. <laughs> no, it hasn't happened yet. Well, actually, maybe it has because... For all of you out there waiting to hear, uh, Jean Dickinson and Alyssa Young, uh, Alyssa is, uh, not in the studio this morning. Click, 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 uh, for, um, uh, good reason. She's taking some family time and some rest time and uh, well-deserved goodness gracious, lots going on. And, uh, she uh, has oh, two of the last three weeks uh, flown solo here. And uh, we'll talk more about that here in a moment. But for all of you who appreciate Alyssa Young, and that's, I would say, 97, 98, all right, 103% of our audience. And uh, saying, look, fella, if, if we had the choice, well, <clears throat> let, let Alyssa fly, fly solo, you know? <clears throat> I mean, you're okay, but please. Got it. By the way, I agree. I think she does an incredible job. So uh, we are uh, flying solo this morning on what is got to be a Saturday morning because it's gray and overcast and a little drizzly out there. So it's got to be a Saturday morning. Although last Saturday, hmm, we'll talk about that in a second. Not great, not drizzly. By the time we uh, finished up at the Nazareth football golf tournament, it was only 89 degrees. <laughs> Um, now, now I know what dehydration feels like. It was wow, 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 wow. We'll talk more about that in a second. If you are a loyal listener to More Than Money, then you know that there are three ways that you can join our show this morning, and we encourage that. I say we, I encourage that. That will be a great blessing to yours truly. If you Offer up your questions, your concerns, your observations. Uh, easiest way, old school way, great way, 610-720-7900, 610 720 If you'd like to uh, send me an email directly, gene at askmtm.com, G-E-N-E, at A- askmtm.com, gene at M-T- askmtm.com. And if you would like um, the opportunity to either share our show with someone further afield, further away than our terrestrial signal might reach, then iHeartMedia has solved that problem rather nicely. Uh, whether you are coast-to-coast, and we have lots of clients and, and listeners on the left coast, And north and south, lots of folks in Minnesota and Wisconsin listening in. And, of course, down south, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, uh, Florida, Alabama. You may do that rather easily as well. All you need to do is go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Morethanmoneyonline.com. You hit the Listen Live button, which magically appears every Saturday morning, right around this time, and then disappears magically right around 10 o'clock as we wrap up our show. Hit the Listen Live button. You get the crystal clear signal from wherever you are. And, of course, during the course of the show, if you are listening and you wish uh, to ask a question, all you have to do is hit the Ask Gene button. Works out really, really, really well. So. Hopefully, we can encourage all of you to uh, take the heat off of Gene this morning and uh, get yourself actively involved in our show, asking the questions that are most important to you. Uh, Your questions are always way more important than uh, mine, and your uh, interests and your situations are always way more interesting than any lecture I might give from the podium. So um, save all of us, <laughs> save your fellow audience members by uh, calling in 610-720-7900, emailing gene at askmtm.com or going to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Um, I do want to thank all of you. gosh. Uh, whether it's by email or through the website or in person. We had so many folks in the office this week who um, were absolutely happy and interested in meeting uh, Alyssa and your comments are both appreciated and appropriate. You are absolutely correct. She adds so much to our show and has been such an incredible addition now. Gosh, a year and a half plus. And, uh, with no end in sight, and uh, we we very much appreciate your kind words and uh, your support. Uh, we often will share prayers for members of our audience, and I know often uh, our audience shares prayers for us, and we appreciate that so um, very much. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. That's the number that Gene has called. So we talked to Gene. Gene, good morning. Mm-hmm. Good morning. How may we serve you?
1: Okay. Um, our financial advisor advised us to switch our short, short-term bonds over to uh, intermediate bonds. Uh, is this a good time to do this, or should I wait? Or
0: Yeah, I would have some concerns about taking that action. I, I would have some questions about what The financial advisor's thought process was most financial advisors, most economic advisors, most folks who are looking carefully at the situation would likely not agree with that. They would likely um, encourage you to stay with short-term bonds versus intermediate-term bonds uh, because of the rising interest rate environment that we find ourselves in. Uh, the Federal Reserve has indicated their intention. That's that's not a guarantee, but their intention to raise rates on a on a pretty continuous basis for a fairly long period of time, uh, and and rising rates uh, tend to push down uh, the values of bonds uh, in proportion to the length, the maturity of the bonds. So long term bonds get pushed down tremendously. Short-term bonds get pushed down a little bit, and intermediate-term bonds are going to be pushed down a bit more. So um, I don't see, personally, I don't see an environment that would encourage intermediate-term bonds. It's a head-scratcher as to why your advisor is going that route, uh, although there are a fair number of advisors out there, uh, Gene, who have um, they, they kind of stick to um, historic uh, guidelines rather than responding to current environments. And if somebody says uh, you, you're uh, retired and you want to be in a balanced fund, stocks and bonds, they, they don't hesitate. They put money in bonds uh, in in our more than money world headquarters right now. We are hesitating. We are not putting new money into bonds, we don't expect that we will for six months to a year.
1: Okay. Well, this advice was given before this inflation hit, so uh, maybe that's why it was given.
0: Oh, it may very well have been because before the inflation, uh, bonds were on a pretty reasonable, uh, stable process, And now with inflation, the Fed tends to raise rates to try to cool down the economy, cool down inflation. So yes, if this advice came uh, even six months ago, a year ago, then at this point, it really does not apply.
1: That's what I was thinking. Okay, well, thank you very much.
0: Oh, thank you, Gene. God bless you.
1: Okay, thanks. You too. Bye.
0: Yeah, it it really does depend. I should use that more often. It depends. Huh. That's a good phrase. It is a good phrase. Um one of our most loyal listeners sent me a uh, or or referenced to me a book that I was able to track down and uh I think 638 life lessons and lesson number 11 was from uh, an individual quite smart who said in the most complex of questions the, the answer, it depends is almost always correct. (laughs) So there we go. We got that going for us. You know, more than me, you heard it first here decades ago on more than money. We're pretty sure that guy stole it from us. Pretty sure. So that advice that was perhaps given six months ago, eight months ago, a year ago, um, No longer applies. In my opinion, there are other advisors who would disagree. I would still be right. They would still be wrong. But there are other advisors who would disagree. And bottom line is um, well-meaning, well-intentioned, and timely at that moment. Well, Gene, why are you making such a big deal out of it? Gene already explained to you that was before the inflation, and you answered the question, how about moving it along there, buckaroo? And I'm going, "Ah, wait, 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 wait. There's another important issue here. How often are you talking to your financial advisor? And I don't just mean how often do you have to pick up the phone and call your advisor and hope that they will return your call. I mean, how often is your financial advisor proactively reaching out to you? Now, for some of you, admittedly, uh, particularly folks who have extremely conservative portfolios. If the vast majority of your money is already committed long term, perhaps it's in an annuity. Perhaps you're receiving um, monthly cash flow that's not going to change. Perhaps it's in guaranteed investments that don't have a great deal of management uh, requirements. Um, Then perhaps every six months is fine. Uh, The vast majority of you listening this morning should be talking to your advisor, should be hearing from your advisors about every 90 days, about every 90 days. Inflation started to take off in uh, with a vengeance more than six months ago. So if you are um, serviced by a financial advisor who shares the same um, approach that we do in the More Than Money World Headquarters, You would have had at least two conversations with that advisor about making uh, adjustments, if necessary, to your investments. Two conversations uh, since uh, the inflation uh, fire started raging. And it's a rager. It's a rager. Filling up at the pump once it crosses over 100 bucks. Yeah, it's a rager. Thank you, Joe Biden. I'm sorry, Putin. It's Putin. Sorry. <clears throat> at any rate, um, if you are not having those kind of regular conversations, or at the very least, if you're not being offered those regular conversations, because I'm, I'm, I'll be as, as transparent as I possibly can. We have hundreds of clients, of course. Do all of them have a, a conversation every 90 days? No. No, there's a fair number that when our office reaches out to them, either um, they feel comfortable where they are, so they will defer to the next review. Um, They may have already had a conversation relatively shortly prior because these 90-day conversations are minimums. They are not restrictions. It's not that you can't call. You can't have a conversation. But... If we haven't had a conversation, then you're going to get that call. And if indeed you've just had hey, a week or two ago and I was chatting with Jean, it was all good. I was chatting with Alyssa. I was chatting with Mark. Uh, I feel like I'm pretty good. Well, okay, then we'll see in 90 more days. Uh, That kind of structure gives you the opportunity to work with the most current, the freshest advice, the most appropriate advice for your situation not in general, not, hey, in the big picture, not as described by the boneheads in Washington, no, specifically for you. And to be, uh, as blunt as I can be in today's economic environment, if you're not having those kind of conversations, if your financial advisor is not reaching out to you every 90 days or more frequently, Uh, you need a new advisor because that advisor is not serving you at the level that you should be served. 610-720-7900. Who's going to follow Gene with their next question on air? 610-720-7900. My email address, gene at askmtm.com. And I know we had one come in... And, of course, I'll keep scrolling. I sound like Bobby Gunther Walsh, don't I? Snaggle, snaggle, snaggle. It's here. I know it's here. I'll find it. Okay. okay. 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. More than money. Online.com. Gentleman writes, my wife and I are retired but concerned. Mm, good for you. That shows, that shows good thinking. Although we have a nest egg, 401Ks, and IRAs totaling, A million dollars, that's a nest egg. We're hoping it's enough to get us through and still leave some money to our three children. With the volatility in the stock market and threats of a recession, I think we would be better off converting what we can to cash or some safe investments before we lose a lot of our savings to dropping stocks. My wife says we should leave it alone and that the market will rebound and we'll be just fine. Please let us know your thoughts on this matter. And it's signed husband and wife, but my guess is he wrote this because he's the one that's got the heebie-jeebies. P.S. We love the show. Thank you so much. Um, Well, very, very kind of you indeed. Well, uh, anybody who is a loyal listener to More Than Money already knows what the answer is. Whenever a husband and a wife have a disagreement, a, a difference of opinion, one thinks one thing, one thinks the other. Gene's always going to agree with the wife. And it doesn't really matter if she's right or not. I just don't want to get my butt kicked. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. In this particular case, she is more likely correct, but that does not make him wrong. What? How, what? How does that work? How can two people with very different opinions um, both be correct? Well, it's, it, it's actually once you hear the answer, remarkably simple. They have a lot of money. There is no rule. There is no guideline. There is no um, uh, what imperative that all of the money be invested in a one specific investment or investment approach. Does uh, does it say anywhere? It doesn't. Does it say anywhere that if he decides he wants to be safe, that all of their dollars have to be in CDs? Does it say anywhere that if she wants her money to rebound with the stock market, that all of their money have to be in stocks? No. Goodness, no. Um, Diversification. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, Pretty good idea. Right. Pretty good idea. Uh, Having in the in the vernacular of the financial advisory world, asset allocation, some money in stocks, perhaps some money in bonds or CDs or money markets or other guaranteed investments. Perhaps some money invested in real estate, perhaps some in precious metals. How about crypto? No, don't be so foolish. Cryptocurrency. Uh, we'll come back to that. Uh, bottom line is um, this scenario could likely, very likely, uh, end up with everyone being happy, everyone being comfortable by simply allocating different pieces of their investment portfolio to different types of investments. It should some piece of this uh, portfolio be very, very safe? Oh, heck yes. Absolutely. How much of it needs to be very, very safe? Well, I I will give you uh, kind of the guideline as to how we might figure that out. And that entails understanding how much do they need to spend. Let me give you an example. Let's say that with their current situation, they are spending $25,000 a year from their investments. They have Social Securities. They may have some uh, uh, pension. Their cash flow is such that they need to supplement all that with $25,000 a year from their investments. If we picked a number, uh, it, it really is almost irrelevant. Um, whatever number um, gives them the peace of mind that he needs. Let's let's pick five years. Let's pick five years. Let's let's assume for a second that he is um, pessimistic enough. I would disagree, but pessimistic enough about the markets that he doesn't think they're going to turn around for five years. Well, if we take uh, twenty five thousand times five, that's one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. We could reasonably invest that in something that's extremely liquid, extremely safe, uh, guaranteed even. Current three-year guarantees are at 4%. Wow. Uh, A year and a half ago, they were at 1.6. Now they're at 4. So could we take, carve out, so to speak, $125,000 and put it in something super safe pay that out over the next five years, and allow everything else in the portfolio to cook? Sure. Of course we could. Uh, Rather easily, of course. Could we diversify within the stock market? Uh, The NASDAQ, for example, NASDAQ stocks, incredibly volatile this year, taking tremendous pounding after a great year last year, but just being pounded this year. The Dow stocks, the 30 largest, they're down, sure, not as much. Not as much. So could we put maybe position a block of our money in stocks, perhaps very large, very well known that have high dividends. Sure. And could we add some precious metals? Could we add some commodities? The answer is, of course we should. There simply isn't one investment likely. There certainly isn't. There may be one platform, but there's certainly not one investment type that I would recommend, um, for a portfolio of this size. So do I think that they need to pick one direction or the other? I think not. I think they can both be satisfied. I think the most important, the most critical bit bit of information I will need from them in order to guide them appropriately, how much money do you need? How much money do you expect you'll withdraw from your investments so that your bills are paid, and you're happy and healthy. If I know that, then I can guide them as to how to invest the balance of their portfolio. 610-720-7900, gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. A number of issues that we will be discussing shortly. What do we have, about three? Excellent. Um, First of all, happy July 4th. Or that, what is it, that thing? Yeah. Mary fourth of, you know, the thing. Thank you, Joe Biden. I'm sorry, Mr. Putin. Um, happy July 4th. Indeed. It is. Uh, it's a magnificent holiday for uh, all real Americans. And uh, we'll be uh, we'll be celebrating the weekend with good friends and family. Um, we have uh, plans to uh, to see the fireworks tomorrow night. And uh, in our neighborhood, there will be a number of folks who will be doing fireworks on the 4th. So we'll just piggyback on that, and we'll enjoy that as well. We hope you do uh, indeed. Uh, uh, in the 9 o'clock hour, we're, we're going to have a very interesting discussion with our good friend Bobby Gunther Walsh about something that his wonderful granddaughter, Evelyn, uh, suggested to him this past week. He reported it on his show it caught my ear immediately um, for two reasons. Number one, very interesting, very interesting idea about young people and taxes. And number two, because I'm a huge Evelyn fan. I think she is a wonderful young woman, extremely bright, very, very talented. So I always like to pay attention when younger, smarter, much prettier. Oh, my gosh. Uh, people are uh, expressing their opinions um, in contrast to what I already I already know what I think. I'm pretty sure I know what I think. I love to understand what someone else thinks. Uh, again, six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. 720 7900 Gene at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. Uh, I will answer. Do I have two minutes? All right, then uh, I'm going to say to the gentleman that just sent me the email about long-term care, we'll start with that question after the break. I've got a couple questions in from 529 Plans. We'll talk about the stock market. We'll talk about how did Gene do last week playing golf? Ooh. And is he going to be able to play golf with his family today? Is the weather going to pay? Is it's going to give us a break? Voice of an angel, voice of an angel. And uh, we didn't talk about this, but uh, uh, proud to be an American. Are we going to be able to search that out and end the show with it? Oh, it's already done. John, once again, way ahead of me. 610-720-7900. Call coming in right this second. We'll take that call after this on More Than Money.
2: I don't know how you keep on giving. Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away
0: Yeah, that's hard to turn that off, isn't it? So we're going to make sure that by the end of the show, you get to hear that entire song. And, yep, the flag still does for free stand for freedom. And as the song says, they can't take that away unless you let them. And will they try? Have they always tried? And they fill in the blanks. They, uh, whether it's enemies of our country from external or internal, if they tried to take the flag away, they've tried. But there are tens of millions of us who say, "Yep, yeah, not on our watch. So great piece of music. You're going to hear the rest of it as we go through the the show. 610-720-7900. Welcome back to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson, Alyssa Young taking a well-deserved respite day to a day. And uh, excited that uh, she gets a, a little chance with her family and Maybe a little Zumba activity. That'd be kind of cool. She likes to work out like that. So, indeed. Oh, well, wait a second. Wait a second. Hang on a second. From Alyssa Young. Good morning. Look at that. Listen to this. Not too many people turned off their radios. Oh, getting cocky on me now, huh? On our way to Zumba. Uh, Have a wonderful time. Give everybody there our very best. And you are missed. We've already gotten a number of emails going, where's Alyssa? She's relaxing as well-deserved she should. 610 720 Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Bob. Bob, good morning.
1: Good morning, sir. How are you?
0: Very well, sir. How may we serve you?
1: Well, I've been following this for the last two years pretty closely, and uh, I have a question for you that's really been burning a hole in me. Uh, as they burn down the house and all assets uh, drop in value, real estate, uh, stocks, uh, as a last harbinger of safety, will long-term treasuries be a possible safe haven in the very end after we start getting this deflation?
0: Uh, the answer is possibly, certainly not at the moment, At the moment, we're looking at a 30 year treasury that's paying about a 3.3, 3.4% interest rate. Interestingly enough, a two year treasury is paying 3.1, 3.2. So the differential for a 28 year long commitment is hundreds of a percentage point. So we certainly wouldn't make that long term treasury commitment today. Might we make it in a year or two? The answer is possibly. If the Fed continues uh, on this uh, interest rate increase trend, that should, it's not directly connected, but it should re- uh, encourage the increasing interest rates on T-bills, on treasuries, on CDs, on money markets, etc. At the moment, uh, T bills, short term, two, three, four, and ten year, uh, are all in that three, three point 32 percent range. So that you you would take the shortest of those to reduce your uh, risk that rising rates is w- would end up hurting you, and then with the expectation in two years uh, at that maturity that likely, likely, no guarantee of course, but likely. Uh, the interest rates will be higher, and then you can reevaluate at that point uh lots of is that a
1: fluid is that a fluid market I mean to enter and exit
0: oh absolutely yeah the the uh the uh, market for uh treasuries is uh near near perfect that's that's probably not the right word it 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 creates tremendous liquidities there there's a tremendous market for these. Uh, most likely you would be encouraged to use individual treasuries versus treasury funds. Treasury funds tend to have maturities that are that are, uh, on average okay, but spread out over time may not end up giving you the result that you're looking for because the, the key here is principal guarantee. And if you hold a two-year treasury to its maturity, you are guaranteed to get your principal back intact. And if you decide to sell, liquidate at some point between the purchase and that two-year maturity, you might end up making a little bit of money. You might end up actually selling at a loss, at a discount, or breaking even. There's no way to tell. If you hold to maturity, you are guaranteed to get your principal uh, returned to you.
1: Okay, we'll look you up when it's time to buy
0: them. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much, Bob. Take care. God bless. Happy 4th of July. When well, they say uh, corn knee-high by the 4th of July, I've been past a number of cornfields, and it's a right about at knee-high here in the valley, a little higher up uh, where we are in the uh, in the Pocono Hills, a little lower, but right about on track. Plenty of rain (laughs) this spring and early summer, so I know that's encouraging to the farmers, and we wish them uh, great success, great prosperity uh, for the harvest. 610-720-7900, gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Uh, emailer listener writes: Good morning. Thank you again for arising early on Saturday to spend the morning with us. I uh, often will say I'm up at o oh dark thirty, but the sun is up now, a little after five. So uh, goodness, it's wonderful to uh, to walk out onto the, the porch and uh, and have uh, just just a little bit of light, be able to see everything. We've got lots of of uh, wildlife up our way. Uh, We've got two sets of uh, uh, twin fawns on the property. We've got lots of fox, oh my goodness, Uh, turkey, tons of those. Uh, We haven't seen our bears yet this year. We generally have uh, a mama and cubs. We haven't seen them uh, yet, but we saw our first buck, four-pointer, just kind of coming up and around, and uh, that's great fun. So, um, oh, dark 30 indeed. Um, last week, Alyssa discussed long-term care insurance. At what point would you say someone is self-insured if their portfolio is valued at 10 million, 5 million, 3 million? I get the point. Thanks for your input. Um, it is an interesting question. Start with, um, what would you want to protect? Really important to know that. For some folks, I want everything I currently own to go to my kids. Ooh. Well, then you're going to need an awful lot of, of life insurance and you probably will never be self-insured. If, on the other hand, you say, well, I sure, I want to leave something to the kids, but that's not my highest priority. I want to be financially secure the rest of my life. I get that. Well, then you start with what does that mean? What, is, what does that long-term care definition mean in terms of secure? because many people would like you to know that um, well many people would like you to know that uh, the average stay in a uh, an assistance facility is is under three years and and that is absolutely true absolutely true average uh, we have a very very good friend and a long-standing client who has been cared for now I think he's in his either eighth, or ninth year with literally no end in sight. And for many folks who have the most expensive care, memory care, uh, dementia care, call it what you will, uh, quite often their health, physical health is wonderful and they end up uh, living a very long life in that very expensive care, very expensive. You can talk about, if you talk about 150,000 a year, you're talking about probably, I don't think it's a midpoint. That might be the low point. I've seen uh, uh, expected costs as high as 15000 a month, 180000 a year. So uh, you've got to decide what, what does that mean to you? Uh, how protected do you wish to be to you? So if if I'm kind of the... I want to wear suspenders and a belt. I'm going to estimate $180,000 a year. I'm going to estimate it for five years. Uh, that's $900,000. I don't need to have all of that in savings to be self-insured because I may already have some income that will come in over those uh, five years. Social security, for example, if you're getting, uh, I'm picking a number literally out of the thin air, 40. dollars a thousand a year where well, you're going to have 200,000 over five years. So now you need 700,000. If you have a pension, let's say you're getting uh, 25,000 a year over five years, it's 125. Uh, now you need 575. You get the point. So uh, self-insured is not a number. It's not a million. It's not 5 million. It's not 10 million. Self-insured is uh, a personal definition a personal definition. Very, very important for uh, us to uh, clearly identify what that personal definition means to you first. First. 610-720-7900, gene at askmtm.com. We've covered the phone call that came in. We've covered that email that just came in. Uh, Diane and uh, my daughters and I will be weather permitting uh, teeing off at Southmore here later this morning. So we've been in touch and they're watching the window and as am I and as am I, is that a, that's a college in Arizona, isn't it? As am I? Yes. Very nice. Um, Pac-12 leaders. Amazing. Amazing athletes. Um, And reminds me that uh, we've had some, um, real uh, blessings in our life, our lives this week as well as um, our daughter and son-in-law, Mike and Allie, um, had what they refer to as a soft opening. Um, sounds like perhaps uh, uh, a phrase that some of you may be familiar with if you're in the restaurant field, and if you're not, you're going hmm, not really clear about that. Well, it's when you open a a, a food service facility and and, uh, and and kind of take it on a shakedown cruise <laughs> what works and what's not working. And they have opened a uh, coffee shop in Bethlehem at uh, Broad and New uh, corner of Broad and New and uh, wonderful neighborhood. Um, they uh, purchased it was the backdoor bake shop for many, many years to wonderful ladies. Just wonderful, wonderful women uh, with a tremendous business, um, and have decided to t- pursue some other interests, and have uh, entrusted um, Hallie and Mike to take their their position at that location. Uh, their company, uh, their their shop, is toasted and roasted. And uh, gosh, I should have alerted them because uh, when they opened at eight o'clock, they should basically have had their radio out on the front steps blaring our show because that would have driven away. uh Encourage people to come in. Uh, maybe one of these days we'll do a live show down from the shop. We'll just head on down to Bethlehem and, and uh, give away tons of free coffee and have lots of fun. Um Now, of course, I'm, I'm a bit prejudiced. Duh. I think their coffee is wonderful. Their espressos and their uh, cappuccinos and their lattes and all that kind of good stuff. Really, really fine. Um, Mike imports and and blends all that himself. He roasts the beans from lots of different locations and uh, blends them into wonderful, wonderful um, flavors and aromas. Oh, don't get me started on how good it smells fantastic. I think you'll really enjoy it. And they sell those uh, roasted blends, freshly ground roasted blends uh, by the bag as well. So if you go into the shop and you say, hey, wait, this is really good. I can't get into the shop every day, but I'd love to drag some of this home. Dragging is pretty easy. I think it's like 14 ounces in a bag. I think you can handle that. You might want to work out for a couple of weeks before you go down. but And certainly, don't just jump into two bags unless you know you can handle it. But if you get a chance and you're down, let them know that uh, that you heard about it on More Than Money. And uh, I'm to put a little extra something in there for you as, as, a, as a loyal <laughs> listener. Goodness gracious. Um, in addition, I mentioned that uh, last week, uh, Lissa Young flew solo here. That was so that, we could accomplish two things. Number one, support her son, Andrew, who's on the Nazareth high school football team, linebacker extraordinaire. uh, As the booster club was hosting their golf tournament, we were a sponsor of that tournament. And so that of course that we could play Uh, my friend, Darren Landro and I um, represented, I think we did pretty well. We were six under. We did, we did pretty well. Um, The, uh, The weather was remarkably accommodating until basically the end. Uh, We teed off relatively early and it was comfortable until noon-ish. So the last hour, hour and a half was, was a little steamy. Um, But uh, well done. Green pond, beautiful course. Uh, Very, very nicely uh, uh, attended to. And uh, all the folks there made us feel right at home. And by the way, the food was great. So if you're expecting that you might, as an organization, want to have a golf outing, you might want to strongly consider Green Pond. Um, another area that we, uh, that we uh, uh, are hopeful uh, we will get more invites to. Uh, we got a lot of great invitations. We've been able to play in a lot of charity tournaments already this year. And we have a fair number scheduled for September and a couple for October. But at this moment... We uh, are o for July and August. So, if you have knowledge that there is a charity tournament, and if you're a loyal listener, you have a good sense of the kinds of nonprofits that we tend to support. Uh, if you have knowledge of one in particularly July or August, let us know. Unfortunately, we got invited to one in August that we're. It's a date that we're traveling, but. Uh, bottom line is that if we can make it we uh, we're excited to do that we're having a lot of fun. Our team has been at many events uh, Diane has um, brought uh, brought her golfing skills back to the course after a, a brief 20 year brief 20 you know, just took a little time 20 years off um, and uh, um, with a new set of clubs and a and a new attitude by golly having an awful lot of fun out there. So uh, if you know of those kinds of opportunities, please um, let us know. Uh, Oh, geez. July. Uh, Diane, if you're listening, uh, check our schedule. I think it's July 13th is our laughing at my nightmare. Let me make sure I've got the right... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the 13th. It's a Wednesday evening. It's our um, Invest in You event uh, sponsored by Alyssa Young and Megan Smale and our Laughing at My Nightmare event, same event, where we do a uh, run, walk, roll 5K to benefit Laughing in My Nightmare. Uh, Alyssa will be there, of course. She, uh, she runs really fast. Uh, Diane will be there. Of course, she runs very fast. Gene will be there. Of course, he 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 walks. He he walks. He walks kind of quick. <laughs> that's that's what he's got. Sarah Usinoff will be joining us. Sarah, co-founder of Laughing in My Nightmare with Shane Burkaw. Sarah um, maiden name Burkaw. So you see, kind of, there's a connection there. Sarah's very fast. Uh, We've got a lot of folks who are very fast. We've got a lot of folks who walk quickly. We have a lot of folks who stroll. Stroll is a great word. You're just chilling. I don't know if we have any rollers yet. We might because uh, we are generally hosted by the Way family, and the girls often will bike along, or at least parts of it. So we got some rollers there Uh, if you Uh, would like to join us, the banner is on our website, uh, morethanmoneyonline.com. And, yes, Alyssa chimes in. It is indeed. I thought you were doing Zumba. How are you answering me and doing Zumba? Girl, is amazing. Uh, July 13th, so it's a Wednesday evening. It'll be at 6 p.m. Go to our website, get all the details, and uh, please join us. Uh, Even if it's just... um, Uh, For the entertainment value, (laughs) come and see what uh, silliness may occur. Uh, Be supportive. Um, Perhaps uh, help support Laughing in My Nightmare. It's not a requirement at all. There's absolutely no requirement that you part with any dollars unless you wish to. I would hope on some level that you, you would indeed. Uh, 610-720-7900, gene at askmtm.com, more than money, Uh, Stock market, first half of the year, worst first half since, I think, 1970. Ouch. Ouch. Right? Uh, And then we started the second half of the year with a really nice jump. The markets that were expected to... Uh, uh, in the day, uh, in the negative, actually ended the day very positively. So the second, um, uh, the third quarter of the year, the second half of the year started very, very nicely. Um, interesting, very interesting. And for folks who have some <clears throat> amazing concerns, uh, yeah, it's, uh, is it a head scratcher? Of course. Nobody knows the future. Um, psychic no psychotic of course but nobody anybody by the way that claims to know the future Eh. (sighs) criminal anyway um interestingly enough one of the things that came out in this first half review was the performance of cryptocurrencies some of you think bitcoin but there are literally thousands of cryptocurrencies now dozens of cryptocurrency exchanges several of which have gone bankrupt several of which have been hacked. We've actually had a number of uh, our income tax prep clients who have reported being hacked and having their crypto stolen. Um, But what was interesting was there was a replay of one of the crypto experts who appeared on uh, MSLSD uh, in January saying, hey, inflation's really high. Now's when you want to get into crypto because it's an inflation hedge just like gold. That's what he said. And then you went, well, that's good to know because inflation's through the roof. I mean, it went up literally through the roof. And yet, hmm, Bitcoin that last November traded for over $64,000 a coin closed yesterday under $20,000 a coin. So, for all of you who looked at the first half of this year and went, the stock market went down like 22%. Are you kidding me? It's a bloodbath out there. How about your crypto went down 70% when it was supposed to, according to the experts, supposed to go sky high with inflation? It didn't, well, or as we like to say, it didn't. <laughs> Did it go up with inflation? No, it didn't. <laughs> goodness, goodness, gracious. 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. More than money, online.com. I'm guessing we have just a minute or so. Two minutes uh I would like to speak to someone regarding your financial advisory firm wondering if you assist clients in the South Jersey area Wow I heart media what a nice reach uh the answer is sure and for um many years many years we've been doing this a long time uh, for many years there was there was a... An ambition, a dream that uh, MTM Financial Group, our more than money advisors, would be able to have a national reach uh, that perhaps through syndication, not unlike Rush Limbaugh, who was on, gosh, at his peak, 600 stations across the country, uh, that we would reach people other than the Lehigh Valley. And that has unfolded rather beautifully. Um, both through the miracles of modern technology, iHeartMedia, which extends our show coast to coast and border to border, but through technology, a lot of it kind of forced on us by the pandemic, Uh, Zoom technology, uh, electronic technology, electronic delivery. Uh, We have a fair number of clients in many, 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 many states. Um, Further afield than perhaps we ever dreamed, And yet our relationships are strong. Our ability to serve them is 100%. So South Jersey, that might be one of the closest of our non-Lehigh Valley clients. You're making it too easy. So sure, just reach out. We'll make sure that we get you good advice and uh, assist in any way that we can. Nine o'clock hour, Mr. Bobby Gunther Walsh. uh, We're going to be talking about something that Evelyn discussed with him this week. And uh, see if we can uh, add a little something to the conversation that might benefit you, perhaps. Maybe your children. Maybe your grandchildren. 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. Back after this on More Than Money.
2: still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA Wow
0: Yep yeah, There will come a time and the time may be now where we need to stand up shoulder to shoulder with those who have already defended our amazing country uh, in the past, and may need, we may need to call upon them again. Maybe it's going to be defending it in a very different way. Um, does it feel like it needs defending? It does to me. It does to me. So hopefully you enjoy that music. And when we end the show, we're going to give you the whole Magilla. We'll give you the entire, uh, God bless this USA. Fantastic piece of music. Well done. Um, welcome back to More Than Money. Gene Diggison, your host. No. Alyssa Young today as this moment. I think she's doing Zumba. She's getting a, a well-deserved uh, weekend off. Lots going on in her life and uh, lots of, uh, of, of, of good stuff and uh, lots of, uh, of challenges, of course, like everybody. Like everybody. And uh, she flew solo two out of the last three weeks. Yeah, as soon as I announced that this morning, I could hear radios clicking off all across the Lehigh Valley. There's no Alyssa. Seriously? He's not joking? Click. <laughs> so welcome. Happy Fourth of July weekend for sure. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Remember the freedom that is ours. And yeah, it may come to us still that we need to defend it. And this time it may be not from external attacks. Uh, thanks to everybody last week who hosted us over at uh, Green Pond for the Nazareth Golf Tournament. Again, Nazareth High School football team golf tournament was very, very, very well done. And uh, markets up yesterday. Mm, interesting. If you have questions for us, us, uh, you'll find out here in a second. If you have questions for us, 610-720-7900, you can send me an email, gene at askmtm.com. G-E-N-E at AskMTM.com. Or go to our website, MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. I welcome to the microphone to the studio, Mr.
3: Bobby Gunther Walsh. I lost a bundle in the market yesterday. Uh, My plastic bag at the Giant got a hole in it. uh, Man, uh, let me tell you, I dropped uh, two packages of toilet paper. Yeah, and baby formula. That's like a couple thousand dollars right there. (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't uh, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. I find out by the way. Do you know those paper towels they have at the gas pump? Yeah, that's to wipe away the tears. I always
0: <laughs> have, yeah, they used to have those squeegees for yeah. yeah. your windows. Yeah, now you yeah, just yeah, go. Yeah, sque- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just wipe those out, uh, yeah. Once you hit a hundred dollars on that thing, yeah. and originally this, uh, gosh, when it. When it first really got bad, maybe what, four or five months ago, mm-hmm. if you hit 100, it would click off. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, there's a problem here. Like, it's yeah, you're some, you're it. unattended because yeah, yeah. it must be running into the drain. Now yeah. they go, eh, keep going. Yeah. Buck 14, I think, is my current, current personal record for for bucks. filling up my tank. Mm. <sighs> but that's not why I invited you
3: here today. No, it is.
0: And I'm sure there's a lot of folks listening going, why the hell would you invite? <laughs>
3: More radios clicking (laughs) off. Now we can make fun of them because they're not listening. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I would make fun of the Amish. (laughs) Who's going to (laughs) complain?
0: They are the worst radio listeners. What? 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 Think you might want to think through that just a little. Uh, Yeah. By the time we're done, all we're we're going to have crickets. (laughs) uh, I think we're going to do, j- no, see, people listening all the way through. That's fantastic. Um, I caught your show this week, as I always do. Thank you. I get some part of every single morning. And, and that's the Lehigh Valley. That's, as you well know, You your yeah. your, your audience is fabulous. They're home. Are they? Yeah, they are. Unbelievable. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Um, and not just well-informed, but active and, and smart and, and, uh, engaged, kind, oh, compassionate, giving, generous, uh, the, the list goes on and on and growing and growing. Uh, and one of the reasons I think they're growing is, is your granddaughters. Uh-huh. I, I think, uh, uh, we all like to get the updates and, uh, it, it. they're not on often, but when they are, are you kidding me? They're
3: fantastic. They just, oh, that just warms your heart.
0: Evelyn had some interesting conversations with you this week.
3: Yes. So she started a job. She's really wanted to work. She wants to work. She wants to earn her own money. And she works for me sometimes, but she doesn't like taking my money. And she, you know, just doesn't like that. And, uh, and so she wants to work. She's done some babysitting and dog sitting and, things like that, but she's got a real job now. She's able to start at 14 somewhere, that you're allowed to employ 14-year-olds. And uh, so she goes to get this job, and she's calculating her hourly wage and how much money she's gonna come home with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the way her mind, she's already, cause she wants, she's very motivated. Excellent. And she's thinking how much she's gonna make, and then I believe it was her mother said, well, you know, there's taxes coming out of that. And she goes, what? <laughs> Yes. And she goes, there would be taxes coming out of that. Uh, even though you don't get to vote, there's taxes coming out of that. When as soon as my daughter said that, my granddaughter, Evelyn's, like a light bulb went off and she became like a dog on a bone. That's right. I don't get to vote. I don't get to have any say in how my money's being spent. I don't get to vote. Why should I have to pay taxes? And she has been PO'd. As, as agitated about that as I've seen her about anything, she is not a happy camper. I added on the air, wait till she's, you know, 18 and able to vote, then she'll think she has a say in how her taxes <laughs> are being spent.
0: Well, and I uh, on air, you were pretty clear. You yeah. you uh, you lean in, in her direction, oh, in, yeah. in her opinion. Why should she pay taxes if she has no influence over how that money is spent? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And and uh, it was not terribly tongue in cheek when you said when she can vote, she realized she still doesn't have any influence. Yeah. The well, guy. there's another way of thinking about this. Okay. And and I'm uh, I know you're big on teachable moments
3: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, giving um, preaching is really a kind of a that that's a can I not a, an example
3: of teachable. No, hang oh, on.
0: Okay. Um, either preaching or. Lecturing. Yeah, just uh, uh, yeah, crash and burn, yeah, crash and burn. Yeah. But but suggesting some things to think about. Mm-hmm. I would ask her to think about a couple things. Uh, number one, she's absolutely right. At this moment, she can't vote. That doesn't mean she doesn't have a say. And that doesn't mean she doesn't have an influence on, on who gets elected and, and how they get elected. Because as we have learned... You particularly, your grandpa, what do they call you? Pop-up. Pop-up. Your pop-up. You listen to them a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm certain that a lot of what they have to say has an influence on you.
3: Yeah, it's not going to change my vote, but, but, but who they are and wanting a great future for them. Without a doubt. Has a huge influence. And...
0: Evelyn's 14.
3: 14, and Lila's about to be 12.
0: So we're talking about two young women who are already demonstrating they're really smart. They're really smart. So maybe at this moment, they haven't expressed an opinion that has changed one of your votes. Mm -hmm. But it won't be long. Because not only are they smart, but they're maturing in the way they think. So they have an influence in terms of, hey, I've got to learn as a person how to express myself in a way that it influences other people. Maybe, in this case, influences other people who will vote a certain way. Not unlike what we do when we express ourselves to our senators. They don't actually listen, but our senators, our congresspeople, our school board representatives, because we don't get to vote there either, but we can influence them if we express ourselves well. Mm -hmm. Expressing ourselves well is a, It's a really critical skill. Um, I know that you wanted to share a teachable moment. I think this is a good demonstration.
3: They also have an to add to what you're saying. They can influence their peers because kids are constantly, and school children are constantly being used and paraded around by politicians and even teachers trying to use them to influence them. And my granddaughters tend to say, "Mm, not going along with that. And so here, you know, I love when my granddaughter, she's come on the air. They like coming on the air uh, from, from time to time. When I told her that you would like to have her on the air and she loves you. She thinks your jokes are funnier than mine. Go figure. And uh, Good judgment. Yeah. But she said, she just I guess she just, she said, no, I don't know. And She feels awkward about coming on mm-hmm. the air and talking about that. She says, I love when I come on the show and do the weather or you ask us a quick question. But she I think she's thinking she's going to be too much of the center of attention and she doesn't like that. Mm. They actually were afraid to do dance because they were going to have to do a recital at the end. And I like, mean, everybody's going to be looking at us. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so she wrote. She got up early this morning. I said, "Well, I'll call you tomorrow morning around nine, and I'll find out." She te- she texted me this morning at eight thirty. I still don't want to talk on the air. Love you. So I wrote. Gene just mentioned you on the air. It was cute, but he understands, and I understand. I love you so much, Evie, and I'm proud of you for having the ability to say no when you don't want to do something. That's going to be really important to you in life. I love you for that. I'm so proud of you. And I think that most kids are almost thinking they always have to say yes. Yep. And I think most adults feel that. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. And if I could teach her the lesson of learning to say no, that's imp- as important as saying yes. Without a doubt.
0: Without a doubt. Um, and maybe in some situations way more important. Yeah. Another skill, another skill. And I, and I have no doubt that, that Evie and Lila have the capacity to get all of the skills. There's no question in my mind. So another skill is to be able to hear a, a different opinion, a different uh, an idea that doesn't match your idea, and see if there might be some value
3: in the other side. I can't believe you're saying that. Because she just said that today. She said, I would you mind? I'm learning about, I forget which religion she said. Are you upset with that? I said, Because we're Catholic and it's Christian. And I said, No. She goes, I don't, I'm not going to change my mind. I just want to know what they think. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is 14 years old. Mm -hmm. She's already, like, this is. Well, you can tell
0: her that that, uh, her Uncle Gene is uh, um, unapologetically Christian, but he has a Buddhist streak in him just, I don't step on insects. I, I swerve my car to avoid chipmunks. Me too. I just, I'm part Buddhist. So here's an idea that I want to share with her. And then I have a question for her. The, the idea that may not mesh currently with her thinking is, um, Hey, I'm 14. Why should I pay taxes? If I don't have any say at the moment, your say is very indirect. That's a representative government. That's something that maybe she wants to spend a little bit of time figuring out because, as you have pointed out on your show often, democracy is not the right word. We're a representative government. So she can represent her ideas. The second point about paying taxes is, does she benefit? Well, well, sure. We have roads. We have sidewalks. We have schools. um, We have protection of a fashion. We have... Police departments that that 99.99% of the time are fantastic and responsive. We have fire departments. We, we have so many services that make the quality of her life much better than anywhere else in the world. Should she contribute to the support of
3: all those wonderful benefits? That brings it back to an argument you hear from seniors a lot. Mm-hmm. Why should I pay school real estate taxes I don't have kids in school? Why did your parents pay school real
0: estate, real estate taxes after you left school? Well, how about for the grandchildren? Right. How about for the quality of life of, for our community? How now, about for education? I think the
3: real estate taxes are wrong because you then never a own your property. different story. It's a different, story. Different. It's a different story. But as long as we have to pay taxes.
0: Should well, we, yeah. if we're going to get good services, right. should we pay?
3: Right. Here's my
0: real question, or not my real question. Here's a question that I would have her ponder. Is it fair... That she pay taxes, but half of Americans don't.
3: Ah, no, there's a better one. And she's aware of that, by the way. And she did not express that this time, but she has brought it up when she sees a news story or whatever. She just saw a story where, uh, forget which, I think it's California, is now giving uh, food stamps to uh Illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, I can't remember. And she said, what? And she goes, and that's, yeah. Is it fair?
0: Is it—is it fair to the rest of us who are paying? The answer is, if, is pretty obvious. No. What I would suggest is it's not fair to the people who are not paying. I think it sends a message to them, you're not very valuable. We understand you really don't have the ability to really help out. So just sit to the sideline and we'll take care of you because look how sad your life is. You shouldn't contribute. The example that a very good friend of mine gave a number of years ago that just caught me unawares um, from the Bible, Jesus and his disciples at, at the, uh, at the temple and these uh, wealthy folks are coming through, dropping in, Big bags and, oh, look at me, I make it. And a widow came by and gave two pennies.
3: Mm -hmm. She gave more than all of them, he said.
0: And he said she gave more than all of them. His question, my friend's question was, what if the story had been different? What if Jesus had pulled those two pennies out, ran after her and said, little lady, take these back. We don't need your two pennies. You can't
3: afford it. What would her and your, reaction? And your contribution doesn't matter. Doesn't matter.
0: Doesn't matter. What would her reaction have been? Yeah, insulted, I think. Insulted, of course.
3: So why isn't it the same when we tell somebody, you? Can, not only do we not think you can help, we also feel that it's hopeless for you. You're, so just stay. We're not going to even give you any hope that you can someday help. We're always going to take care of you. Don't strive to be any better. Don't do. Don't have to. Your your situation is hopeless.
0: There was a time in America where taking a handout was you might as well have just slapped someone across the face because they were likely to punch you. Yeah, they didn't want help. They didn't want. They didn't want a handout. Might. Now help. Yeah. Look at the Amish. We tease about the Amish because they almost never listen to our shows, which really annoys mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But the Amish. Um, do they take handouts? No. Do they take help? Have you ever seen them raise a barn? Yeah. Unbelievable structures that would mystify us and they do it in a day.
3: But my dad taught me a lesson once cause I was doing something for somebody. He said, you got to stop. you got to let them pay you back. I said, what? He goes, if you, they only give buy you, let them buy you, you know, like whatever I did, I'm not going to get into that. He said, let them buy you lunch. He said, but they can't afford it. He goes, you've got to let them feel like they paid you back. Without a doubt.
0: Without a doubt. And I'm
3: like, wow, I never thought of it It's about dignity. Yes.
0: It's about self-respect. You are 100% correct when you say government turns to half of Americans and go, "Um, look, let's just agree. You have no real abilities. Let's agree. Your future isn't bright at all. Please don't pay any taxes. We'll just take care of you because you simply don't have what it takes. You're stripping them of their self-respect. You're stripping them of their pride. You're stripping them of their hope for a better future. Dignity. And you are, dignity for sure, you are giving them these services. Please, no. Look, I could afford, uh, I'm, I'm picking a number literally out of thin air. Could the half of the American taxpaying population each afford to pay a hundred dollars a year in taxes. Well, of course they could in 99.99% of the cases, a hundred dollars a year, eight bucks a month. Gosh, if, if, if you adopt an orphan from a foreign country, it's 12 bucks a month. So could you adopt America for $8 a month? Sure. They could, it would be billions of dollars to the treasury. More importantly, forget the money to the treasury. I'm contributing. I'm part of the process. I I'm not a freeloader. I have respect. And you know what? This year it's a hundred. Next year I'll give two hundred. The year after I'll give two fifty. I want to grow. I want to be. I want to get to the point where I'm paying all the taxes that Bobby Gunter Walsh is paying, that Gene Dickinson is paying. I want to. I want to pay taxes just like them, because of what it will be, what it will mean that that I've become as a person, as a person. So, I want Ebby to pay taxes, not because they're spending the money correctly. They're not. I get that. Maybe 40 cents on the dollar is right in
3: 60, 60 yeah, cents. There's so not, much waste. So, there's to, so be much clear, waste. to be clear, Gene and I are not pro tax, and also, uh, to be clear, not pro real estate tax. But as long as everybody has to pay real estate taxes, the system we I have I want right her now is to, to the have spare. the
0: self respect to say, I pay my way. I have three daughters, you have two granddaughters and a daughter. We want our women to be strong, independent. We want them to be able to say, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. it I, I've thought about it. No, thank you. Fantastic. I, I don't know, just as you, I don't know if I, what am I happier about? I would love to have had her on the show, but I'm so proud of her for her thoughtfulness, her her ability to look at a situation and have an opinion, express it to Pop Up, and and have a conversation back and forth. If if she if she's going to be strong, independent, she's got to know that she
3: can pay her own way, and she's got to know if she can say yes or no. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I. Gosh. I. By the way, I hope Evie's listening.
0: When Pop Up offers to pay you take the money. And I don't mean that as a joke. And I don't mean that because I'm giving Gunther a little hard time of parting his money. Just as his father taught him an important lesson, that if you've done a favor to somebody and they want to, hey, can I get you coffee? Hey, can I buy you a sandwich? The answer is sure. That's great. Because of what it makes them feel like letting your papa pay you, it isn't so much for you, it's for him. And his uh, ability, his experience, his pride in moving you
3: forward as a young woman. Is, it makes me feel so good to pay her that she, she did a great job cleaning my half of the house. and I mean, a fantastic job. And I made me feel I made me happy to pay her I was really happy really happy on about five different levels
0: yeah. I got great service happy to have it love you and it helps advance her in learning lessons about finance about financial independence about being a strong independent woman I think it's fantastic you
3: should say the way she the way her and her sister shop they're very they're very cognizant of the price. Yeah, really, really interesting to watch them shop.
0: Well, I'm glad they don't drive right now because then they pull up to the pump and and they'd use the squeegee to pull the tears out of
3: it. Yeah, the paper towels. When
0: uh, when you get home, would you do me a huge favor? Yes, sir. Give that girl a hug. I will. Uh, Give them both a hug. Ah, fantastic. God bless you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. 610-720-7900. Thank you to Bobby Gunter-Walsh. Thank you to Evie. Thank you for uh, giving us a chance to really dig down into something that's near and dear to my heart, and that's the ability to uh, uh, develop uh, new, better, more effective ways to communicate to uh, uh, women of all ages, young women at my age. All the women are young. Young women of all ages, uh, how to be strong, how to be independent, how to be financially wise. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to David. David, good morning.
1: Yeah, morning. Yeah, I, um, I, I, part of your uh, what you were talking about there, you know, the loyalty to America, you know, chipping in to make America stronger, it uh, cracked me up because I, you know, when you learn like the Rockefellers and the Koch brothers and the friggin' divorces and all of these people don't pay any taxes yet they want to run our lives, that's gotten into uh, representation without taxation.
0: It's an interesting point, David, and it's one that is totally irrelevant to the conversation. I'm not really sure you listen, I'm not really sure you're paying attention, I'm not really sure that you were part of the of the conversation that we just had that would encourage a young person to do the right thing. It doesn't matter, in my opinion, uh, it doesn't matter whether what you just said is right or wrong. I would tend to believe that for the most part it's wrong. But uh, it doesn't matter whether it's right or wrong. It's what's right for the character and integrity of a human being that we care about and love. And either you support that or you just want to hear your own voice. I'm not that interested in hearing your voice. Happy Fourth of July. Freedom. Freedom. You get to say what you want, just not on my show. Ah, what do you got to ask? 610 720 7900. Gene at askmtm.com. More than money online.com. By the way, newsletters, newsletters, plural. Uh, yes. Gene, more than money newsletter. Alyssa, her newsletter. If you would like, uh, I'm guessing you want both. All you have to do is ask. They are absolutely free. Just send me an email. Gene at askmtm.com. And we'll get you signed up for uh, both of those newsletters. I, I think you should get both. I think they're both very, very good. When we return, we will have 20 minutes and 30 seconds to answer your questions. We have an end of the show with a wonderful piece of music for July 4th, as we do every year. When we return, 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. Back after this on More Than Money. Hey.
2: Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA uh,
0: Just hang on because in uh, 21 and a half minutes you'll get that entire song And that's a song worth listening to on July 4th weekend at any weekend And uh, let me think, most weekdays, week evenings, three or four times a day, not a bad thing, not a bad thing at all. And I know there are a lot of you. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm, I'm so blessed. Uh, hundreds of you have, um, joined our more than money family and our MTM uh, financial group. And, uh, whether, whether it's, uh, you're kind enough to allow me to be your financial advisor or Alyssa or Mark or Greg or, uh, Chad, Daryl. Um, we're, we're just so blessed to have you. And, It is, yeah, it's natural that in many times and scenarios we get a little sad, a little um, concerned, more than a little concerned about the direction of our country and how have we gotten to this uh, point. And the reality is um, we're just in the middle. We, we, We haven't lost anything yet. We're, we're, this is, this is our, our challenge. This is a challenging time. And as I have said uh, many, many times before uh, it is uh, it is uh, for us under these circumstances, the bravest thing we can do is hang in and continue to fight and continue to battle and continue to be proud Americans in spite of what appears to be tremendous opposition when in reality, in my opinion, it's just my opinion, I have no facts uh, or academic studies to support it. But the, the the percentage of people, in my opinion, that are truly uh, anti-American from the inside out and they want to bring our country down is 5%. And the amount of Americans who want uh, America to be strong and proud and free is 95%. Uh, And as you do the numbers, it cuts across party lines for sure, for sure. Thanks so very much. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Al. Al, good morning. Morning,
1: Gene. Wonderful show. I wanted to call up and wish you a happy 4th of July and all your listeners and you're doing a great job alone there, as did Alyssa do a great job alone. But I think you're really great together. Uh, I'm enjoying your shows independently, but I really love it when you're together. And, and the other thing I wanted to tell you, I'm all excited because I'm coming to the MTM offices on Tuesday for my first ever visit at a Holy Land. And I'm going to meet with a man named Adam. And I can't wait. Oh, and happy I, holidays to you, sir. Oh,
0: fantastic! Now, with any luck at all, I get a chance to meet you. That'd be great for me. And you're very kind. And, and I agree with you. I think, uh, independently, we both do okay. Together, Alyssa and I do a, a pretty darn good show.
1: Amen. God bless.
0: Thank you. God bless you, sir. Happy Fourth of July. That's fantastic. I'm getting a number of emails about the caller that we had at the end of the last segment. Um, <clears throat> I. Um, I have to admit, the first email I read said you were rude. (laughs) And that kind of threw me a curveball. Um, But then I got four in a row that said you should have cut them off earlier. Um, Apparently, David has um, a a real problem. Um, Or is it problems? Well, he'll figure that out or not. But, uh, yeah, freedom of speech is not free. And uh, since I pay for it, it's my freedom of speech. But goodness, I want to thank Gunther and I want to thank Evie for being um, a mature and um, maturing young woman. Again, as the father of three, I am um, in, in our church. There are two young ladies that if I had granddaughters, I would want them to be my granddaughters. One is Alyssa's daughter and uh, uh, Joanna and, uh, and Katie Grub. Just wonderful wonderful young ladies who I just adore. I want them to be strong and independent, independent of thought, independent financially. Of course, I want them to have integrity and be able to see how things actually do work rather than what most people say, kind of like bonehead uh, kind of junk that he was uh, spewing. Uh, 610-720-7900. Uh, Gene at AskMTM.com. I've been trying to roll over my retirement funds from my former employer to my new employer, which has been a disaster. Still waiting for checks to now come to me. My question is, can I put that money in a personal Roth IRA? And what would be the benefit of that, if any? And if so, could you assist? Uh, The answer to the last question is no, because it's not in your best interest. If these funds um, that you're describing come from a retirement plan, likely a 401k, likely what's what's known as a pre-tax plan, meaning taxes have not been paid. You cannot directly deposit those into a Roth IRA unless you are willing to pay all the taxes. And depending on the amount of money, that might be a fairly small number. You might choose to do that once we have all the details in place or You may find out that it's a large amount of money and it probably is not in your best interest. A lot of that will depend on your personal situation, your age, for example, how many years you have until retirement, what your tax bracket currently is, the amount of dollars that you would end up paying in tax These are important details to know before you make a decision such as I'm just tired of these boneheads and I don't want to roll this forward anymore. I just want to put it into a personal Roth. It is often the case that rolling a former employer's uh, funds, uh, retirement funds into your new employer's retirement funds is a good idea. That is often the case. It is also often the case where it's not a great idea. It may be better for you to do a Roth conversion. It is often the case that it's better to put it into a standard IRA rollover. There are lots of different options that you have with money from your former employer's retirement plan. So make sure you're getting good counsel. Evaluate your options. I understand your frustration understandable, of course, but, uh, sadly in today's, uh, employment environment, lots of companies, uh, are struggling shorthanded. Uh, lots of companies are struggling, uh, with employees that are not currently very well trained. Lots of companies are struggling with employees that don't have very good attitudes, but at least they show up. And, and that's, there's something to be said for just showing up. So, Goodness gracious, Uh, uh, we hope that um, this gets resolved quickly. And, yes, can we assist in uh, evaluating all those options and picking the one that's best for you? Mm, You bet. You bet. 610-720-7900. Loyal listener from uh, down south in the heart of Dixie. Uh, I've been reading that the market as far as purchasing in in terms of real estate uh, is slowing down um, because of interest rates. I've read various articles that contradict each other, of course, housing prices and what may happen. Your opinion, will we see house prices come down or as some have said these prices are the new standard? Could it be uh, market dependent? Uh, We're seeing an influx of West Coast folks to our area uh, just got back to the, from the Smoky Mountains, so I've attached a picture of one of the many bears we have seen. That's a good-looking, that, that's a good-sized bear. That's a good-sized bear. Uh, I think the largest one we've had on our property, uh, it was a number of years back, we guessed at around 600 pounds. Most of the ones we see are 250, 300, maybe 350. Good size, but not big. 600 is big. All right, let's talk about real estate. Let's talk about what is likely in the future. Um, During times of high mortgage rates, relatively speaking, that's what we are uh, facing at the moment. Uh, 30 year mortgage, uh, fixed rate mortgages uh, 18 months ago under the previous administration uh, could be had at 1.99%. They're currently around five and three quarters percent. Uh, so what nearly uh, nearly a four percentage point increase. The um, impact that that has on, on real estate prices is that it will reduce the amount of money that uh, mortgage holders will be able to borrow. So if at a two percent rate uh, you could afford to borrow, I'm picking a number, three hundred thousand. At a 6% rate, that number might be 220. So you cannot afford to purchase a house at the same value, at the same market value, because you don't have as much capital to work with. As a result, uh, the demand on the higher end, not highest end, we'll come back to that, on the higher end, if in the Lehigh Valley, we're thinking higher end is uh, four, five, six, seven hundred thousand, the demand on the higher end is going to pull back. There will be fewer people that will be able to afford the higher end. Now, highest end, when you're talking about million dollar plus properties, it really won't have much of an effect because most of the purchasers of those properties are either paying cash or they have other. Uh, methods of financing that are not tied directly to real estate. So they can borrow money less expensively. Um, They have more options. But for the average American, uh, yep, it's going to be lower price points, lesser demand, more people saying, you know what, I'm going to just hang in my apartment until interest rates come down, or I'm going to hang in our current house until interest rates come down. Uh, That's going to happen more. That will tend to pull the general real estate market down. Now, this gentleman indicates a lot of folks from the West Coast coming into the South. No surprise there. uh, If you were looking at the West Coast and their tax policies, their political policies, their, um, gosh, their policing or their uh, uh, law enforcement, lack of law enforcement policies, uh, would absolutely drive a lot of folks out just as they have been driven out of New York and New Jersey and come into Pennsylvania. And in many cases, those folks are selling homes at exorbitantly high prices and they're paying cash for their new home, whether that's in the South or whether that's in Pennsylvania, et cetera. Uh, that's going to take a while for that uh, source of funds to, to, to kind of ease off, uh, to kind of dry up. Um, and as a result, we don't expect that prices are going to drop um, in the near term, six months to a year. But long term, could they drop? The answer is sure. Sure. As demand drops, supply and demand. It's the only thing most of us remember. Well, most of you remember from your college economics or high school economics course. Um, goodness gracious. Um, supply and demand. If there's a big supply and no demand, the price is cheap there's a big demand and low supply the price is very expensive and uh, as we increase the supply and reduce the demand it does appear that the price uh, prices will drop now that's um, that's just very generic very general and that's talking about residential uh, there are lots of types of real estate and for some types of real estate 55 and older communities the demand is higher and expected to go higher because the vast majority of folks going into those um, um, types of communities are paying cash, number one. And there are by some estimates, 10,000 people a day retiring. So the opportunity to downsize, take the equity in their home, go into something that gives them a little more um, perhaps uh, ease of uh, quality of life, a little less uh, work around the property, a little more enjoyment uh, is very attractive. So for those types of real estate, lots of demand, Uh, medical facilities, lots of demand, shopping centers, lot. Oh, no. Uh, A lot of shopping centers are being converted. Uh, Why becoming Jewish is going to be an answer. I don't have any idea. That whole conversion thing just, Confuses me. I'm kidding. Converted to yeah, warehouses, distribution centers, uh, Amazon distribution centers, um, UPS, FedEx, etc. Uh, being converted, there there was one in Syracuse uh, we passed a couple weeks ago, uh, converted into an auto mall. They took an entire uh, big. shopping center and they've got I think 12 auto dealerships in this shopping center they got great parking they got all this opportunity yeah it worked out really uh, really well Uh, so lots of alternative uses for shopping centers office buildings the demand is going to fall off particularly in the major cities it already has begun in New York City as fewer companies are returning than left during the pandemic and as these long-term commercial leases roll off, those will uh, continue to drop lower and lower. The demand will be lower and lower. So just like everything else, just like every other type of investment, uh, generic uh, information is interesting, uh, but not necessarily useful. So understanding what the real estate market in America might look like is certainly interesting when understanding what that means for you specifically if you're in savannah georgia Uh, it's a very little value and you've got to get way more way more specific 610-720-7900 gene at askmtm.com a gentleman writes i'm 70 years old i'm about to sell the house i've lived in the last 30 years I would like to give my daughter $70,000 of the proceeds to buy her first home with the proviso that I live there until I pass. What tax implications will I encounter, if any? Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Well, um, my hesitation is the word proviso. Proviso suggests to me a legal arrangement. Uh, There is a uh, real estate um, term referred to as a life estate. It is a legal uh, uh, enforceable legal claim to a piece of real estate. For example, dad could uh, give his daughter money and require her to put a a addendum to the deed that shows that he has the legal right to live in that home, whether she owns it or not until he dies. That could be his definition of proviso, or it could just be, Hey honey, I'll give you the money. Let me live here until I'm dead. Those are two. They seem like the same thing. They're not in the first case. It is a legal a valuable legal position that he has created. In the second case, it's father, daughter, informal. Uh, the first case formal, the first case may end up having a tax impact. And you say, "Gene, what are you talking about? He can give 70,000 bucks to his daughter. He doesn't pay any tax. She doesn't pay any tax. That is true. Kind of, uh, If they have a formal arrangement that he has a life estate in her home, is it a gift? Or did he purchase that arrangement with 70,000 bucks and she has to pay income tax on 70 grand? If it's informal, if it's, hey, honey, can I live here until I die? And she goes, dad, of course, I think it's a gift. I think there's no tax impact. I don't think there's a problem if it is a legal, uh, legally enforceable uh, agreement filed at the courthouse, I think there's an argument that could be made by the IRS that this was a purchase and she has to pay income taxes. Well, well how, how do we resolve this, so to speak? We resolve this by um, seeking the counsel of an experienced estate planning attorney someone who has been through uh, lots and lots and lots of different variations of these kinds of themes so that you can get the um, counsel of someone who has uh, uh, seen far more than, than you or I, and then make your choice. Either agree that you want the formality and are willing to have some taxes paid, or you don't need the formality and avoid the taxes, or somewhere in the middle. So I think it's very, very important uh, that you have that, that kind of legal counsel. Um, I, I understand that you can get some uh, tax counsel as well from a professional tax preparer, a CPA, an enrolled agent, etc. But uh, I think initially the most important consultation that you should um, seek is for an estate, um, experienced estate planning attorney. Ah, goodness, we've covered so much, Grant. I want to thank all of our um, uh, callers of, well, not all, almost all of our callers. I want to thank Bobby Gunther-Walsh. I want to thank Evie. Uh, I think that was uh, a wonderful discussion uh, started by a very bright young lady. I want to thank the folks from the Nazareth football team, um, Booster Club, for hosting us last Saturday. I want to thank Alyssa for being Uh, independent and uh, flying solo and covering so that we could help support her son Andrew and the entire Nazareth high school team as they uh, gear up for uh, a season that's going to start really fast. It's already July 4th. Holy cow. They'll be, uh, they'll be back at two a days shortly. They'll be back in school. Not very long. So uh, goodness, great, great stuff. If we can help in some way. If we can provide you with assistance, if you want a free second opinion meeting with any of our financial advisors in our More Than Money World Headquarters, all you have to do is ask. You can send me an email, gene at askmtm.com, G-E-N-E at askmtm.com. You can go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. And, of course, you can go old school. You can call 610 746 seven zero zero seven six one zero seven four six seven zero zero seven we'll be celebrating the fourth on monday as you will be and of course back in the office on tuesday to take your calls and and to greet you folks thanks very much enjoy this music and god bless america
2: shining